purple crab. <clears throat> purple crab. Fuck me. All right. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Roll Like a Girl. Hi, uh, my name is Nikki. I'm playing uh, Tam, the Dragonborn Ranger. Hi, I'm Sarah, and I play Charmaine, a halfling life cleric. Hi, my name is Lauren, and I play Mima, a lightfoot halfling rogue. Hello, I'm Libby, and I play Gronk, a goblin, wild magic sorcerer, I think. Yeah. And I'm Theron, your benevolent dungeon master. Uh, Sarah, I'm going to ask you to do a recap of what we did in episode one. So for the first episode of season two, our intrepid heroic, not so heroic people um, (laughs) have made their way. Well, we started in a lovely city called Estrum, uh, where we are now waterlocked into the area. Uh, it's a huge city um, during the, we're there during the wet season, so it's really hard to get in and out, um, near impossible actually. So uh, we are, uh, we're at the Crab Festival. Um, Gronk and Charlie met at the tavern and Charlie has decided that she's going to help Gronk find a purple crab um, because Gronk kind of had some information on her grandma. <laughs> her mima, her mima. Uh, who we bumped into at the festival after some of her own shenanigans. And then we met up with a uh, dragonborn named Tam who we're enamored with because uh, it's a dragonborn and they're not usually common around in these parts, actually. Um, We are on a scavenger hunt uh, set forth by the Crab Festival uh, administration. And Meemaw's goal is to beat all the young whippersnappers. Uh, and get ourselves a uh, uh, engraved, what is it, a tankard? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, as our prize because she's super competitive and Charlie just wants to see what's going on. And Gronk and Charlie may have found where a purple crab is. Oh crap! Yeah. So that's that's kind of that's it. Yeah, that was great. Uh, you guys are making really good progress on your card too. You only have three more things that you need. Um, and I think that we're going to start with Mima, who is doing a crab gumbo cook-off right mm-hmm. now. Uh, so tell us, Mima, about your crab gumbo recipe. Well, I'm so glad you asked about my crab gumbo recipe. You see here, <laughs> I'm Googling crab gumbo recipes right oh, now. You don't have to tell us anything <laughs> oh, like that. No. Just like, do you have a secret ingredient? Is there like a process that's particularly well, useful first to First, I got to make sure that my, my rice is the right texture. It's all about texture, you know, and I got to make sure my veggies are fresh. And oh, I'm going to grab my... <laughs> handy little spice pouch that I probably stole from someone. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm going to um, hold up my little pouch and I whisper something very, very softly into it. Of the spice. <laughs> of uh, uh, what kind of spice should I use? 
Hmm. Special <gasps> secret gumbo spice. Yeah, <laughs> I whisper special secret gumbo spice into the. I see. So you have charged your magic pouch with uh-huh. a special gumbo spice that I you did can use. Today. Yes, That's I. That's wonderful. <laughs> and <laughs> I sprinkled a little bit in there and just go about my merry way and make sure that all the sa- all the veggies are sautéed first, and you know, just go on from there. Okay. Cool. Great. Uh, so roll me. Do you, do you have proficiency with cooking? Nope. <laughs> nice. Okay. I, I'm going to say that since you are using the pouch, we're going to count that as proficiency. So roll me, I guess, uh, uh, an intelligence check with proficiency. Oh, boy. Here, it's to be rich. Um, ooh, plus my proficiency, which is what? Two. So 18, two. Uh, 19. I can 19. Math. That's great. <laughs> you can add two to things. Uh, so yeah, a 19 is really great. Um, you get it going and you have simmering gumbo um, probably quite quickly. I think you probably made this recipe a lot. Uh, so you have it bubbling and now it's just about waiting for those good, good flavors to simmer. Um, are you going to stick around while that happens? so that you I'm going to make sure espionage? no one fucks with my gumbo. Okay. <laughs> do you kind of want to see? I want to look. Okay, so Theron, here's what I want to do. I want to look around and look at my competition. What do I got? Nice. Uh, rolling an investigation. Hmm. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Um, have you ever competed before? In uh, particularly in a cooking competition? Nope. Okay. So I was going to say it's about what you it's about what you expect, but you probably have no expectations. Uh, you have sort of a range of people. You have some probably like 15 or 16 year olds who are doing this because they have a strange interest in cooking. You have a lot of people like your age who mm-hmm. are like, I've been narrowing down and perfecting this recipe for 40 years mm-hmm. uh, and then you have uh, like a good handful of housewives and house husbands who are are cooking um, and they're really in it for the prize like they're proud of their recipe but they are hoping to win what's the um, grand prize is it just the ribbon uh, there's there's a ribbon that you get, but there's also a small cash prize. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and let me see. An 11 isn't that great. I think that you look around and based on the ingredients that you see and the processes that you see, you actually think that it's one of the younger kids who's your biggest competition. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to grab my handy spice pouch. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to whisper, sugar. Oh. And then I'm going to go talk to the kid. <laughs> okay. Um, so roll a sleight of hand. I assume that you're going to pick up the gumbo. Here we go. 26. 26. Oh, shit. Jesus. Okay. Uh, so... <laughs> What is what is your play here? So I'm gonna go over there and uh, just look and, and just talk, strike up a conversation with young whippersnapper and 
see what their what their goal is for the prize and just kind of just make a small chat. And then whenever I ask them, uh, I start pointing out the different competition. And if they mm-hmm. look up and look over to where I'm pointing at, that's when I slip it in there. Slip sugar into their gumbo. Okay. Uh, oh, they rolled well on their perception, but it's not possible for them to hit a 26. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you manage to distract them. They probably honestly think that you're trying to help because they can see the work that you've done. They know gumbo, um, mm-hmm. and they're, they think that you're super, being super nice. Delightful. Uh, you slip it in without anyone noticing, and they're... Um, their chances of winning go significantly down. You'll do great. I'm sure of it. You look like you know exactly what you're doing. Keep at it. And then I'm going to go back to my little pot. <laughs> okay. Oh, jeez. Um, uh, Tam, you were drinking. I was drinking. Um, I'm going to wander over to the stage, the music stage. Okay, uh, do you want to go to the main stage or, like, the area where a bunch of, like, buskers and stuff Uh, The main are? stage. Okay, so you go to the main stage, um, and you there is um, a hurdy-gurdy player nice. who is performing right now. There aren't too many people watching, uh, but there is a huge sign that says, like, Dan de Leon, performance at sunset, an hour of the most wonderful stories and songs you have ever heard. Be there or be square or something like that. Okay, I want to say, is there, <laughs> because uh, Dan de Leon seems like he's probably a poncy ass. Is there a big, like, painting of him <laughs> on his sign? Uh, there is. Um, and he actually, like, on the painting, he doesn't look like what you expect at all. Oh, okay. Uh, like, from the name, like, I would expect, like, a sort of blonde musketeery guy with very ornate clothing but he actually kind of looks like um sort of like a buddy holly kind of figure like he has glasses um and he has very straight laced clothing um he's he's kind of dressed up but he's not wearing anything too ornate he looks like uh and he he's painted with instruments all around him like it looks like his real thing is the music and the storytelling okay um i want to see if i can sort of like memorize what the painting looks like and keep my eye out him for him at the rest of the fair to see if i can get my card stamped by him early before the actual yeah cool roll and intelligence my best stat 11 11 okay uh, that's not great, but you have sort of a, a good a good idea because he doesn't look like with that name. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look as poncy as you expected. So, uh, but he will kind of blend in a little bit because his clothing is so typical. Okay, okay. Um, I'm still gonna be on the lookout for him, and then I'm gonna head from there uh, towards the race track to see if I can find the little people. Okay. Um, just for simplicity, we will say that you all meet up at the racetrack. Epic. Um, I don't remember when I said the race was. I think it was an, the hour after lunch. Uh, so it's probably about time mm-hmm. for the crab race. Um, and what you see... Let me crack this bad boy open. Uh, what you see is a huge, like... Um, 
an amphitheater basically okay it's it's full of people it's like it's almost like a coliseum level size thing and there are chairs all over the area that usually there would be combat or a performance or whatever uh, and then up into the actual stands and in the middle there's this smallish racetrack uh with right because they're racing little crabs they're not people on big okay that's big enough for regular crabs to race in uh and you see uh roll for per uh everybody who's there i think that's everyone except me ma can roll perception one (laughs) (laughs) i got a lot of but not a natural one okay Oh, I rolled it twice. Yeah, I got 11. I hit twice. Okay. Uh, with the 14, Charlie, you um, you can see that there's sort of a wizardly-looking person, like a person in robes with, like, they, they their, their robes have this sort of silver runes stitched into the front of it. Uh, you, you know from being here for a while that that means that they're from the university uh they are talking with some crab wranglers and he looks kind of pissed and he keeps pointing up in at the sky over the the racing track can i um is there a way i can not i mean subtly slide on over to kind of hear what they're saying because i'm hella curious uh it is not possible for you to do it i mean you can try but I don't think it's really possible for you to do it subtly because there are you'll have to go down the aisle between the oh. chairs and walk into the place that thousands of people really are looking yeah. at. <laughs> True. There's no way. To, okay. Um, I'm is okay. Well, um, I'm so damn curious. I want to know what they're saying. Oh, this is bad. Uh, I'll okay. Just, I'll just... So if you if you go up, basically you get to the front row. Um, and there's a, like a bouncer there basically. And he's like uh, competitors only, uh, but you can probably try and, and get an idea of what's going on from there. Of what's going on with the, the thing that you're curious about. Okay. You can, you can do a, a perception or whatever you think. I'm going to do another perception check. Oh no, that's worse. Yeah, with a ten. with a ten, um, you you get the idea that the wizard is talking about some sort of spell that they're expecting her. I don't remember if I've given them a gender. They're expecting her to cast, uh, and she is saying like something about the conditions being wrong or there being interference or something like that. You're not completely sure. Um, well, I don't know what. Um, I will ask the bouncer though. Um, excuse me, sir. Uh... Me and my friend, we are uh, looking for a purple crab. Is there purple going crab. to be one in this in this race? <laughs> Roll of uh, persuasion. Purple uh, if... crab. Oh no, it's an eight. I'm gonna say that you can have the the twenty. You can have advantage because purple crab. Uh, Gronk is helping. You. Purple crab. Purple crab. Purple crab. <laughs> uh, That's very really helpful. Purple crab. <laughs> so helpful. He says, "Well." There is there is a purple crab racing. Uh, it's it's owned by some young dwarven girl. Uh, I don't remember her name, but 
uh, I don't I don't remember her name, but she's and he looks around and he points her out. Um, there's a girl. She's a dwarf. She has these thick, thick braids and her hair is bright pink. Um, and he says, or yeah, he says this is her first year racing uh, and her crab. Uh, people are saying it's not going to do well. It has some of the worst odds against it. It's 50 to one. Oh, wow. Uh, well, thank you kindly, sir. Um, and then, come on, Gronk, let's go, uh, let's go introduce ourselves, yeah? Yes, Purple Crap. Um, and then, uh, as soon as they get away from the, uh, from the bouncer guy, she's, um, Charlie's gonna look at Gronk and go, now, Gronk, real fast, before we get into this conversation, I need to know your intentions for the Purple Crab. I need the Purple Crab. (laughs) Are you, are you saying you're introducing yourself to Magni? Uh, we are the, going, the dwarf? yeah, I'm willing to try to, but I want to make sure, um, that our conversation with Magni, like, gr- I don't want Gronk to catch us off guard, uh, okay. with her intentions for the purple crab. Purple I don't crab. want to get, I don't want to get kicked out of the tent <laughs> just yet. Friend. Okay. Friend. I yes, need purple Gronk. crab very badly. <laughs> so you want to, you wish to purchase this purple crab? I wish to acquire purple crab. <laughs> well uh we'll talk to uh miss magni over there and see where she got her purple crab and see if we can't uh round one up for us all right mm, okay if there's one there might be more purple crabs so we'll just go talk to magni yeah but you, you you gotta you gotta keep it cool okay purple crab yeah yeah no we're gonna go talk to magni Okay, yeah, you go head over to the place where all the competitors are sort of getting ready, and Magni is there, and she's talking to a, a couple of dwarves, uh, two women. You can probably assume that they're her family, her parents, maybe. Um, and she's uh, sort of, like, getting advice, and she's holding a beautiful crab. It is purple, but it almost looks like it's made of amethyst. Mm. Um, and you see her saying, or you hear her saying, like, um, I know that Perry's going to do it. You guys, you guys aren't being fair. She's wonderful. <laughs> That's what she's saying when you come up to her. Um, I'm going to just wait till she's done conversing with her family because we don't want to interrupt. But I'm Purple crab. Hand, I'm keeping a hand on Gronk's <laughs> shoulder uh, but, so that she Gronk, doesn't run still, off. <laughs> okay, Gronk, you're still saying purple crab. Purple and, like, crab. Pointing, right? Okay. Uh, so Magni and her family look over at you and howdy Purple miss. crap. I-, I apologize for for the intrusion. Um, I just my friend here is just so enamored with your purple crab, but we're not gonna require holding it. We just wanted to inquire uh, where did you get it so we could mayhaps get one ourselves. So as you say that and they see how eager Gronk is, the women sort of get into a protective stance. They're like, you're, they, they think that it's, it's, it could go bad. But oh. Magni herself is like, I know, Perry is the greatest crab ever. I raised her from a little baby and. Mmm, <laughs> purple crab like you have a short conversation you realize these people don't know how to get another purple crab it seems to be like a fluke of some sort of genetic thing or possibly even it's magic you don't know 
All right. Uh, well, I will kindly thank them. Uh, I wish uh, Magni and Perry luck on their um, race and then kind of start dragging Gronk away. Like, we can't we can't grab the crab right now. Okay. Mm. Where is kicking? Kicking Halfling. <laughs> kicking Meemaw. Meemaw? <laughs> kicking Meemaw. I believe she's at the uh, Emperor's Eatery to... Uh, Doing her gumbo cook-off. I see. Go see her? <laughs> Very quickly, yes. Okay, well, I'll I'll sit here and get us our stamp. Uh, well, Tam's going to join, I hope, soon. Uh, but get us a stamp for... Um, you don't really need a stamp. You oh, just right, need the, to write the down name the name of, of the who wins. Winner. Yeah. yeah, I'll stick here and, and get a winner name, okay? Okay. Okay, so first, people who are staying here, are you guys going to place any bets? There are cards being passed around with odds on them um, and the, like the names of all of the crabs and a couple of descriptions if you're interested in trying to make some money. I will bet a gold piece on something. What's, what's, who's, who's the favorite to win? Um, let me see. Okay, uh, you look, the favorite to win, the odds are three to one. Um, the crab is, its name is Tonks, um, and it is, actually I'm going to say that there are little pictures of the crabs, uh -huh. like little illusion pictures nice. of the crabs dancing along on the card. Uh, so it's a big, dark black crab, um, and it has a bright blue underbelly and blue tips on its claws. It looks like... It's strong, um, and it's moving faster than any of the other crabs on the page. Uh, you don't know if that's an accurate thing or just because it's it's the favorite. Okay. But it's It looks fast. I will go ahead and bet one gold on Tonks, the black crab. You learn that um, basically the first three uh, that come that the, the the people who play the crabs that place one through three, uh, there's payouts on those based on the odds. Okay. Um, it doesn't matter if it's first; it's just as long as they place. Okay, so I'm gonna bet just one gold. Um, I'm participating. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Were you, were you gonna say something? Uh, I would like to put two gold on uh, Magni and Perry. Okay. Um, I got a feeling about them, and then I'm gonna find Tam and sit next to her. I said I'd probably ask her all sorts of questions. Okay. Um, about dragonborn things and what she's seen on her travels and how long she's been in town for and how long she's going to be in town for and okay, that yeah, you sort guys of stuff. Get, you guys get to know each other. Um, and we'll go back to that conversation in a yeah. minute because Nikki just left. Yeah. Uh, we'll go, <laughs> we will go over to Gronk, who's going to go and find mean kicking halfling. Kicking mm -hmm. Mima. Yeah. <laughs> so you head back to the cook-off area and you see Mima, uh, and she's just sort of sitting, scoping out her competition. Kicking Mima, kicking Mima. Oh, oh, hello, little goblin child. Hello. <laughs> what? Where's Where's my granddaughter? At the race. You are a sneaky person, correct? No, I'm simply Mima. You are a sneaky person, correct? No, I'm Meemaw. Sneaky. You can do an insight on that if you want to. What, a deception? Uh, yeah, you can do an insight versus deception. <laughs> 25. Ah. 
<laughs> I Gronk's me gonna get very shit. sad. And she's gonna be like, I need sneaky person. What? Oh. I need what's, sneaky person. What's 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 wrong, child? Crab. Purple crab. Why is this crab so important to you? I need purple crab. Why? It's purple crab. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to tell her? Uh, I think that maybe a sob story about the person I am, you need it for might convince her. I am her. <laughs> on a quest for my grandmother. My grandmother needs purple crab. I need to get purple gra- crab for grandmother. <laughs> Insight. Yeah, go for it. Three. <laughs> okay, um, Gronk, you can roll a persuasion against that. <laughs> Ten. Okay, so Mima, you have, you think that it's true. Um, you're not completely sure because goblins are different, and this one is particularly strange, but she seems to be being honest. You need purple crab for your grandmother, you said. I need purple crab for my grandmother. Is she going to eat it? Mm-mm. She needs it. For what? I don't know. <laughs> she needs purple crab. Oh, did you find a purple crab? Yes. Wow, oh, shit. <laughs> I think purple she said crab. that too. Purple crab yeah. is owned by little girl. I oh, need purple no. crab. Oh, no. <laughs> purple crab I'll see what I can do but I can't make any promises oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. thank, oh, no. thank you kicking me ma okay well, dearie listen listen yes if this happens if yes. I obtain this crab you yes. cannot tell Charlie about this I will not tell Charlie about this I promise good because next time we won't be kicking Stone cold Mima. I understand. Killing Mima. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. Just Mima. Just Mima. Just Mima? Okay. Okay, Mima. Oh, no. I'm going to regret this, I feel. (laughs) Oh, god damn it, Livy. Now I'm going to have to come up with something. I have never seen um, like a 10 persuasion do that well before. <laughs> there we go. Um, okay, so what are you guys going to do? Amir, are you sticking here until after your cook off? Yeah, done? and I'm sitting here trying to figure out how the fuck I'm going to steal a scrap from a child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, if it comes to stealing, I, she's coming up with ways. Do you, Gronk, do you head back and do you want to place a bet? Yes. Okay, and do you share the the betting odds with Mima so she can too, if she wants to? Yes. Okay. So, what kind of crab are you interested in? I can just read you some names. I have 19 I think you know what kind of crab I'm interested in. (laughs) So you want to bet on Perry? Yes. Okay, how much do you want to put? Two gold. Um... I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll also do two gold on, on the Okay, crab I'm going to read you guys' names anyway because okay, I generated them from horse naming lists and a couple of other things. So some of the most interesting ones, there's one called 
orchestra stallion um and it's a standard dark blue crab but its claws look sharper than usual and, and it seems very fast almost as fast as the one that's a favorite um there's perry there's one called ruby isolation hmm. there's one called shelly uh, sleepy rainbow sherlock uncle as <laughs> waddles uh and wally's raw jaywalker um, so that's just a select. Oh, there's also one. I, I don't understand how this was generated, but there's one called number 45 cop. <laughs> <laughs> so that's some of the, the crab selections in this race. Those are your competitors. Um, so Mima, you are betting on Perry also. Yeah. Yeah. How much? Two gold. Too. Everyone seems very confident with this thing, so she's gonna she's gonna do go ahead and do oh Charlie. Well, I mean the did. odds, yeah, the odds are very oh, bad. Well, Charlie true. just Charlie just the odds on Perry are fifty to one. She's probably slated to come in last because she's a new competitor. The only one who has the odds that bad are Sleepy Rainbow, uh, <laughs> which is a crab that is on your sheet. It looks multicolored and beautiful but is just sitting there nice <laughs> nice <laughs> okay so everyone is betting two on perry except for tam who's betting one on the most likely to win okay awesome we're all fans of the underdog here yeah okay um so you head back um and by the time gronk gets back there is that the wizard has gotten her shit together um, and she's cast this spell and now there's a huge projection in the sky over the racetrack of the crabs so they look the size of giant crabs now so that everyone can see what's going on <laughs> um, but at the moment they're just sort of it's mostly empty there are a couple of handlers getting their crabs to the starting line but you still have some time um, and I believe that Tam and Charlie were going to get to know each other a little oh. bit. So, what's Dragonland like? Like, like I, I mean, it's all speculation, right? Like, uh, uh, I have so many questions. Well, what is home like? <laughs> the island is beautiful. It's it's a yeah? tropical paradise. We live in peace and harmony with the land. Uh, we grow things. And we we sell them to outsiders who come to visit do us a lot of, do a lot of outsiders come like um it's trade is becoming a lot more uh lively in the last uh, couple of generations than it has been in, in the rest of our history it's uh we're the island's fairly far away from the uh main trade routes it, you have to want to go there do this may seem really insensitive and you can tell me to to go away and or that was rude or whatever um, but, uh, do you guys, like, do some of you have wings? Can you, like, fly? Or is it, like, a one-way trip kind of fly? <laughs> like, well, down. Some of... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not insensitive, not at all. Some of our, um, elders who have embraced their draconic heritage can develop those with time, but it's, it's a, a very dedicated path down one particular sort of, um development not many of us choose to do it why why is that like i think it'd be really cool to fly um it would be very cool to fly but you could aren't you um 
blessed by divine powers, can't you ask your god to teach you to fly? Well, I mean, yeah, eventually, probably, I don't know. Uh, but, like, <laughs> like, getting wings and flying, though, that seems really cool. Well, it, it takes a lot of dedication, and if you spend that much time developing your bloodline to where you can fly, you've, you've missed out on much of the rest of the world and life and what it has to offer. It's, it's a very stringent lifestyle to become a dragon disciple. And I have no aptitude for it, personally. I, it's not my sort of idea of what's... So, what do you have an aptitude for? Well, I, I'm, a, I'm a carpenter. I, I used to um, maintain and chop wood and, and create furniture um, for my family. It's been a while, though. Why'd you leave your family? And here, Tam kind of, like... Uh, looks away like she looks uncomfortable for a minute and then she says well I'm chasing a criminal and I haven't found him but once I do I have to take him back for justice oh um kind of seeing that that made uh Tam a little uncomfortable um <clears throat> I'm gonna stop uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh interrogating her and then just make like small chatter about the festival and, okay. and just like let her know, like, oh, by the way, we did find a purple crab. Oh, that's fantastic. I don't know what's going to happen now that we found it. I hope. Hopefully nothing. Gronk doesn't. Yeah, I hope Gronk doesn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what. I just hope she doesn't. I, I don't even know what, but I just, I'm hoping, because it's, it's owned by a little girl, and she's going to be racing it today, and I just. I just hate to see something might happen to to this little girl and her little crab before the race. She raised it, and I don't want I don't want Gronk. To, I don't think Gronk will take it because Gronk is a respectable woman, or she seems like it anyway. She's very respectful, but then again, I don't, I don't know. You know, she's wearing a really weird wig, right? <laughs> what? That that hair? That's that's not I'm, natural. I'm pretty sure that's from a doll. I could be wrong, though. Ugh. That's unsettling. That's that's mighty unsettling, actually. I'm in love with all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Therian, what's the weather like? Because you were talking with the, the wizard was having a problem doing the projection. Is it cloudy? Is it bright outside? What's what's the weather? It's uh, roll in our arcane check. Sure. For me. <laughs> the weather <laughs> is clear, but to get an idea of why the wizard was upset. Yeah, you've got a five. No, you're you're not sure. It seems like a clear day. It's not cloudy, so you don't know exactly what would interfere with it. Um, but everything seems fine for now. Um, the projection looks... It looks real, really. It just looks like everything is bigger. Um you you don't have a very good view of the actual track from where you're sitting, so you're grateful to be able to get a good view. Um, as as your conversation peters out, there's you notice there's like an old man sitting near you, and he sort of looks at the two of you, um, and he's like, "This is your first your first time." It is. Yes, sir. Mm. All this, and he sort of waves his hand at the. Um, 
at the projection. He's like, this is, this is what the kids like. This isn't how it used to be. Like, I don't know exactly what they're thinking, but I mean, I guess it's nice to be able to see it. And he takes a sip of his beer. Um, <laughs> and he, you guys, he, he tries to make some small talk with you guys. Uh, and eventually Gronk returns. Hello. Gronk. Hello. Um, and I will continue small talk with the, with the man, the older man sitting next to us. Just, out okay. of politeness. Okay. So as you're making small talk with the old man, he says, like, so are you you all going to head to the execution tomorrow? And he's sort of eyeing Gronk as she appears. Like, what a strange person. <laughs> but he, he, he shrugs it off. Ex- execution? <laughs> yeah. the ex- execution? Who's being executed, sir? Oh, you haven't heard about that? Probably because you're not locals. Uh, there's a, a traitor. Uh, her name is Michelle, I think. She's she's slated to to get hanged tomorrow when the festival is pretty much as soon as the festival's over. What did what she, she do? Uh, yeah. I mean, these these rich people like it's not too clear with with stuff like that. It's just like they say treason. We don't know what the treason was, but it should be a good show. Well, hmm. not if an innocent person's getting killed, it wouldn't be. Ah, they wouldn't they wouldn't hang somebody innocent. That would be against the entire purpose of our government. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You are totally wrong. <laughs> uh ten. I got a fifteen on him. Nineteen. <laughs> that would be a natural twenty. So the the 10, you sort of take him at his word. Um, the 15 and the nat 20, both, you're like, this guy is, he's saying this, and he doesn't believe it, but he thinks this is what should be said. Mm, okay. Well, I guess you're right. I mean, we gotta trust those in charge to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, he says. Of course, like, what else is the emperor for? Um, and then uh, there's like a loud swell of of noise in the stadium, uh, and you realize that all of the crabs are lined up, and there's a person there about to announce the start of the race, and people are like losing their fucking minds. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this guy turns around and he like stands up and starts cheering. <laughs> are these crabs that all um, run sideways? Are they going to run sideways down the track? Oh my god, yes. Yeah, they all run. They're all going to run sideways down the track. You see, they're in like a, a a starting box, and you can see that they're all sideways, and they're not all facing the same direction. Some are going to lead with their left, and some are going to lead with their right, based on what's best for them. <laughs> uh, Amazing. Yeah, um, and so you see all of these crabs, the the projected huge, um, and um, every so often the. Um, projection will flicker a little bit, but it's good enough that you get a full idea. Um, and basically, when the race is about to start, somebody at the somebody at the foot sort of steps into the middle of this, and they become projected oh, wow. giant to the crowd, and they give a very stunning speech about the history of the crab race and the. Um, how promising all of the competitors are this year 
and uh, sort of a very diplomatic speech about like let's have a lot of fun and blah 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 and he sort of also gives he 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 says like what the prizes are he doesn't he doesn't reference the fact that there's a lot of betting Uh, he says that the winning crab will get 100 gold. Wow. Um, and then second place gets 75 and third gets 50. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so he gives all that information and he gets the crowd all riled up. Um, and then he steps out um, and somebody shoots one of those firecrackers into the air. And it announces sort of the start of the race and the crowd hushes. Um, and I'm not going to describe the crab race exactly, but I think you can picture it. A lot of scuttling. Uh, and the crowd is like, it seems very silly as an outsider, but the crowd <laughs> really, really gets into it. Um, that one that with its name had Jay Walker in it, it like zigzags across <laughs> the course and loses a lot of time. It is very fast, but it still <laughs> does not do very well. Generally... Uh, the race goes about as expected for the first several laps, but then there is a huge upset um, because coming in first is a crab called Waddles. Uh, <laughs> and the guy in front of you is like very just thrilled that Waddles won. You get the impression that he didn't even bet on it. He just loves Waddles. Waddles is a fan favorite. And he like turns around and hugs Charlie and is like, yeah, Waddles. Yeah, Waddles. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Second place is the favorite, Tonks, um, who Tam betted on. And in third place, a huge upset. You can tell that there are people who are angry about this, but there are also people who are delighted is Perry. Oh, oh I'm elated. Yay, I'm going to hug Perry. the guy and go, Perry, Perry, Perry. <laughs> you guys are basically like dancing with joy uh, <laughs> because your your crabs have won. It's very easy to get swept in to the excitement of the crab race. Theron, I am going to um, um, kind of sort of remember that about the wizard, uh, magic okay. user lady, and just kind of look at the sky again and just like she seemed obviously concerned about something uh but it looked like everything went well so i'm just gonna do a quick glance up before um i go collect our winnings my winnings okay um roll a perception check or if you have like nature and you want to gauge the weather or something like that that would work too i'm just gonna do it in general perception 17 okay with a 17 um you based particularly on the weather you don't know exactly what she was upset about it's a bright clear day uh and there as far as you know there's nothing that should have interfered with her magic um but you do notice that basically as soon as the race is over the projection goes down um and you you actually do with the 17c like she sort of gives a big sigh and collapses into a chair as if it really exhausted her to hold up that projection for so long. Hmm. Okay. Can I check to see if Dandelion is uh, in the crowd? Uh, yeah, sure. Roll a perception check, I guess. Oh, 18. 18. Okay. Um... Okay. Uh, yeah, you don't see him. Okay. Um, you get you get the distinct impression that if he was there, you would have because you you got a good scan. Okay. No problem. Um, 
So who's who's our official card then? Who's our best card? Has the most stuff in it for the, the um, scavenger hunt? Not you me. can you can as I, as I was saying last time, you can combine them as long as you okay. get all nine things. Okay. I think um, the shit. only thing we're missing is riding the carousel and meeting Dandelion. And meet Dan. Yeah. Dan de Leon. <laughs> Dan de Leon. De Leon. Yeah. Uh, that that name, by the way, is also from a patron. Again, it is Jonathan. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, Jonathan. Okay. What was, what was the name of the crab race runner winner again? Waddles. 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 <laughs> yeah. Waddles is our winner. Uh, before we leave, I would like to swing by and congratulate. Um, uh, Perry and uh, Magni on their win. Um, if I can find them. If not, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, you you know where they are. They'll be in that same area, but I think that they will sort of be swamped, particularly since they came in, since they placed. Yeah. Uh, they're going to have, like, press around them and fans and stuff like that. So hmm. you'll probably be able to get, you'll probably be able to see them, and you might be able to, like, shout a congratulation, but they won't necessarily have time to talk to you yeah. right now. No, it's cool. Uh, then I'll just gather, collect, collect the winnings and just uh, leave with Tam and... Uh, okay, Ron. so Tam, you won... Three gold. Uh, you get your gold back and you get three. Uh Everyone else gets a hundred gold, and wow. you can tell that the bookkeeper is fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but you won fair and square. So, oh my goodness! Wait, a hundred gold? Yeah, yeah. It was fifty to one odds, and you bet two gold. I see. <laughs> <laughs> I I like I very I very like like reverently pocket my three gold winnings because that's amazing i'm like oh my goodness <laughs> you guys won so much money I'm, oh, wow Do you wanna we uh well when we, after we get the rest of our cards filled out um i don't mind treating you to to a drink that would be great buy purple <clears throat> crab purchase purple well, crab <laughs> oh okay <laughs> So, Grunk, are you going to try that now, or do you want to wait until that? I should probably it? wait. Okay. Um, what Do you have, like, a, a plan in mind? Like, what do you want to do to try and talk to them? Buy purple crap. <laughs> but I mean, like, do you want to stand around Gronk and wait? Gronk is small. Gronk will force way to front. Okay, you're going to force your way to the front now. Uh, so, <laughs> you you run up to the front of the crowd. Uh, do you make your way, like, do you push your way past reporters and stuff as well? Yes. I okay, do. <laughs> so roll um, something dex-based. It can either just be dexterity or, uh, I don't know what else it would be, um, acrobatics, I guess. <laughs> That's a That's natural a one. That's a natural one. Okay, so you make you do make your way to the front of the crowd pretty easily because you're small. But once you get to the very front, there are so many people uh, surrounding this little girl and this crab uh, that you just can't get through. Um, mm. you, there, there are people who have notebooks and they're shouting questions. There are people who are recording magically. <laughs> you use a, you send a message. Yes, I okay, use the cantrip me- message. And I point at the little girl and I say, buy crab. Buy purple crab. <laughs> okay. Crab babies? Um, crab have purple babies. Need purple crab. <laughs> uh, 
so she uh, she hears this voice, obviously, but she rolled a natural one. So she looks around. She doesn't see you, and she doesn't because she's so overwhelmed right now. She doesn't really remember you. Uh, doesn't remember your voice like maybe if you wait a while she'll understand what's going on but she's like answering 10 questions at once right now so it's not gonna work out for now mm. that's yeah mm. we <laughs> we both nat one which is hilarious <laughs> <laughs> all right gronk will try to catch up with her later then okay um so what do you guys do um i think that let me see. I think that the cook-off is probably the next thing that's going to happen, but you have a little time if you want some. Um, Probably just ride the carousel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where is that? On the, the on the On the map. Okay. You guys, you guys get in a quick carousel ride before um, going to the cook-off. And I want a uh, stamp. I want to make sure we get that stamp. Okay. Uh, do a... Do a persuasion. Like, obviously, they have the stamp ready, but in to get it promptly, do a persuasion roll. Yeah, a 16 is fine. Um, so you you don't, like, push your way to the front of the line or anything, but you make sure that everything goes smoothly. You get I your stamp. I impose myself. Um, the carousel is a huge, beautiful thing with all of these hand-carved horses and dragons and, like, all kinds of monsters from the area there's also you know like the the benches that they have there's one that's shaped like a pyramid that just has some seats and there's one that's shaped like the emperor's throne uh <laughs> awesome i will pretend to be fully interested in that <laughs> <laughs> um, there's okay. so much there's so much that's happening Charlie's um, so sweet. that she's just trying to take it all in at once like she she these bright colors and this whole festival thing she's just eating that shit up mm. and then i guess we're gonna go see the cook-off yeah yeah okay yeah you guys go to support Mima. um as you show up uh the judges are coming through um and people are starting to to ladle out the gumbo um and there is so much gumbo in here and it smells sort of like heaven it's it's so many different smells but they all work together really well um and do you go up to Mima or do you sort of go and sit where the the crowd would be uh I'm gonna just sit where the crowd's gonna yeah, be me I'm gonna too. let Mima have her space okay so Mima mm-hmm. um I don't remember what you rolled did For you, did you do I just well? rolled like a 19 or something like that yeah, you did. I okay. Yeah, it's a seventeen plus well. my proficiency. Um, yeah. So let me do a couple of other roles. And then I sabotaged <laughs> someone. Right, you sabotaged that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh so Oh no. Oh, I don't think you're gonna win. Oh no. Okay. So <laughs> um Mima, you come in second place oh Uh, the judges actually dither over it for a long time um because yours is sort of different the one who wins is very much the traditional crab gumbo recipe for the area and it is it is delicious you taste it um but you personally think yours is better you come in second place um and that 11 
is the third place person <laughs> who is the kid that you sabotage. Oh, they got third oh, place because oh. <laughs> I put sugar in there. Actually, Mima is very impressed that they placed it at all. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a really good gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little sweet. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mima is going to very graciously accept her uh, winnings and congratulate the other competitors on their win or not. And uh, she's going to tell um, the kid that she sabotaged, oh, you did so good, so good. You'll get it. You'll get it next year. Next year, you'll be the grand prize winner. Okay. They say, like, thank you, Mima. I'm really glad that you won. You helped me so much. I'm so <laughs> glad we've had this learning opportunity together. <laughs> okay. Um, and you, you, just, you just win five gold for your win That's here. This isn't as big a deal. I know I want a shit ton of money from the crab race and that. oh, that's okay so I'm just gonna uh... even first prize is is only 10 gold in here it's okay. not a high stakes sort of competition <laughs> I have like 105 gold now okay cool I'm good with that okay cool and then um I see my darling granddaughter and I wave her over oh Charlie dear I've made some gumbo come have some gumbo I would love some gumbo. Thank you. Thank you, Mima. <clears throat> you too, children. Come, come. And she <laughs> there, ma- makes there the- is definitely sort of a gumbo party happening. Oh, Everybody's serving up. Absolutely. So she's <laughs> uh, serving up dishes of her gumbo that she just made. And uh, for anyone who has so generously, um, uh, I guess, I don't know, congratulated her on her win or anything, she'll dish him up a bowl and things like that. They have to be nice to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> they have to be nice to me. They have to talk to me. Um, and if anyone ever, like, she may try to jokingly barter with uh, a kid or something for their scavenger hunt card to get a bowl of gumbo. <laughs> okay, <laughs> persuasion roll. <laughs> okay, this would be hilarious and All we need is a dandelion time. one. <laughs> I know. So get the dandelion one, Mima. <laughs> Eleven. Probably Eleven. Um. <laughs> you're not you're not going to get the card from them either way That's like fine. even if you rolled a nat 20 but with an 11 this kid is extremely put off by this oh. and he's like that's against the rules you're trying to break the rules oh and, grandma and, was just teasing me mom was just teasing here have a bowl uh, kid up. knows you weren't teasing <laughs> he takes your gumbo and he stomps off <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> okay so all you guys have left is finding dandelion yes is he here at the gumbo cook-off uh no okay um do how how, how do you want to try and find him um he would be at the, uh, I mean, his performance is tonight. Right. Um, but, but, I guess it would be word of Yeah, mouth. I mean, I can retcon. There was definitely a thing on the sign about how he's doing a signing after his show. Okay. Uh, so that would be pretty late in the day. So if anybody finds him before then, you probably wouldn't be in the top ten. We should split up and look for him, should we not? Yeah, because only the first ten people who turn in their stuff get prizes right uh, the prize yeah i think that probably a certain number of others get like a coupon so that you can get the same prize for a discount from the person who makes them sure but you'd have to buy them still so um uh i think the best spot i mean yeah splitting up seems like an ideal thing um i mean 
do any of you guys know who he is? I mean, he's a singer, like. Right? Yeah, and then I attempt to describe him from the painting. Um, so, like, well, he's this. He's, I, I think he's a human, and he's got glasses, <laughs> and, uh, some, st- and and he looks like a, a guy. Um, <laughs> I did do a real good job memorizing what he looked like, so that's. Uh, Your yeah. description is impeccable, dear. I know. Um, I, I think. Yeah, I think that with your your role on that, you could probably get, like, he has brown hair, I think. And then other than that, you're kind of tapped out. But I, I'm pretty sure he's a human and not, like, an elf. I don't know. Maybe. Well, we'll look for him. Gronk, why don't you and I go check out the Crab Walk Bazaar? Yes. Um, I guess I'll go to the beer tent then and kind of start my search there. So, let me... Let me like sort of do an overview of the places you guys haven't been Uh, i think that tam went to the beer tent earlier right that's Mm -hmm. where you had your beer okay uh the main stage is pretty obvious the sports zone is where people go to do like feats of strength and there's a charity 5k race there um there's the picnic grounds where like pretty much everyone stops in there at some point and has has lunch or just sort of hangs out um there's this the shops at the crab walk bazaar um, you've been to the rodeo. There is um, the racetrack, but there's also a place called the soapbox that I think you've missed. And you know um, from just sort of rumor, I guess, that uh, a lot of musicians are hanging out there busking and stuff oh. like that. So that's probably a good pick, but he could be anywhere. <laughs> okay. Charlie, darling, why don't you and Tam, was it? Why don't you go check out the soapbox? And Gronk and I will check out the Crab Walk Bazaar. All right. That's a good idea. And then we'll meet back up at the main stage, okay? Okay. That sounds great, Mima. Thank you, Mima. That's a very good idea. Okay. You you dearies have fun, okay? Your gumbo was really good, Mima. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's a special ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are Mima and Gronk actually looking for Dandelion, or are they going to go and try and steal a crab? Um, <laughs> crab. <laughs> we the crab mission. Gronk's just going to look up at her with big eyes and go, purple crab? Okay, so let's do... The the, uh, the actual search for Dandelion first. Yes. When Tam (laughs) finds out that Mima's a thief, she's just going to be so disappointed. She's just going to (laughs) be real sad about it. Oh. When Charlie (laughs) finds out Mima's a thief, we're going to have some problems. Okay. uh, So, yes, I guess um, Charlie and I are going to go. um, Yeah. Roll investigation checks, and I will sort of describe the area. Uh, There's a lot of music all around the festival grounds. A 19 and a 15 are both really good. Uh, there's a lot of music around the whole festival grounds. There are people playing instruments everywhere. There are people singing. There are little groups of storytellers all over the picnic area. And pretty much you can pick up like bardic stuff everywhere. It's a big part of the festival. But most of it will be in this soapbox area. And sort of as you're approaching it, it sounds like a horrible cacophony because there are so many things going on. Oh. But you think it must be magic as soon as you enter a certain area everything is sort of more isolated and what you're focusing on oh. or what you're near is easy to hear that's cool um, yeah 
what were those? A 19. Okay, with a 19, especially since it's Tam, uh, who has actually seen a painting of the guy, you do find, um, and he's just sort of standing, watching another performance, uh, you see Dan DeLeon. Um, and he has like a guitar on his back, but he's just really enjoying another artist's show. Um, it's a a person who is playing the accordion with a, their partner is singing a song. Okay. I um, I tap Charlie on the shoulder and I say, that's it. I, that, I think it's him right there. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and you said he was like surrounded, correct? Well, he's not really surrounded, but he's in a crowd of people watching a show. So it's basically... He's putting on um, a show right now. No, he's watching a show. No, he's, oh, he's watching I'm a show. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so interested. basically, like, he's an audience member at another show. So there are people around him, but they're not paying attention to him. They're paying attention to the show. He's just so plain looking, they don't even know that it's him. Um, yeah. I will, um, I don't want to interrupt or bring attention to him because he doesn't seem like he wants attention brought to him, but we will sit close by until okay. the show's over. Cool. So you listen to this show and um, you're not too impressed by the singer, uh, but roll, I guess it would be, I guess just roll performance checks for me. Like you're not performing, but you're gauging what the performance is. I got a seven. Okay. So um, with that 22, Charlie, you're like this, uh, this, uh, did I say it was an accordion? Yeah. Yeah, this accordion player is amazing. Like, you can't believe just how how well they're playing, and it's against this sort of terrible singer. I mean, you notice that that is also what Dan is focusing on. Yeah. Um, but eventually the performance comes to an end. You probably spend about 20 minutes watching, um, and then the crowd breaks and starts spreading out to other places. Um. I'm going to uh, approach Mr. Mr. Dan DeLeon and okay. uh, um, just make a comment. Uh, man, that accordion player was just amazing, don't you think? Um, roll a persuasion check for me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I again I'm gonna say that you have advantage because that's a very good way to approach him. So it's not the six, it's the twenty-two. Thank you, Theron. <laughs> You're <welcome>. so generous. <laughs> uh and he sort of looks at you and he's very surprised and he's like, Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I've ever seen anyone play like that before. And he's he uses some very technical music terms. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pretend I know what it is. And just, I'm just going to go, would you do me the honors? And I just hand him my card. And he sort of laughs and he says, oh, so you recognized me. I hope you actually liked that accordion player. I did. And he, I did. Si- <laughs> he signs for you with a big flourish. Us, us halflings have a good ear for music. <laughs> I've heard that, he says. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I hope you have a lovely performance this evening. And you're welcome. I hope to see you there. I think I'll be there. I don't know yet. We'll see. All right. Come on, Tam. Let's go. Yes, ma'am. We, and then I would <laughs> happily talk to her. Like, look, we've got all of our stuff. We just have to go get Gronk and Mima, And then it'll be just <laughs> fine. Do you think Do you think if maybe we meet him at the racetrack, like, it'll help us get to the attendance faster? 
Yes, I, I will probably need at least one of their cards to complete our collection, so we should yeah. definitely go pick them up at the racetrack. Okay, yeah, let's go. <laughs> we... Okay, so <laughs> let us rewind about half an hour to Gronk and Mima, uh start heading back to the racetrack to go steal this crab. Okay, what do you so, do? Side note, we told them that we were going to go to the bazaar, not the racetrack. Yes. So, oh. Okay. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I'm okay. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> We can write and say, uh, we'll go meet him, in, or we'll go find him in the bazaar. That's yes. where we're going to go find yes, him. Yes, we're going to go. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> no, it's okay. That's I just want to, because shit might get interesting here in a little bit. <laughs> um, okay, okay, so. So, do you, do you guys plan for a long time, or you just sort of go off the cuff? <laughs> right now, I'm going off the cuff. Um, so, this is going to get fun. Okay. Um, do, do you see the child with the purple crab? Purple crab. Purple crab. Do we see... Can we do a perception to see if we can find where she's uh, at? Y- uh, you don't need to do a perception, really. Gronk knows or knows where she should be. <laughs> so you go in and Gronk shows you sort of where the competitors are. And Magni is there. And the crowd has definitely dispersed by now because there's so much going on that even the reporters have something else to do, even with such a big upset. You do actually see a reporter who's who's um, interviewing the bookie who's just like ranting about this crab. But <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> she, she is... Uh, She's just with her family again. There are some other competitors in the same area, sort of packing up, getting ready to bring the crab home for the day so that they can continue to enjoy the festival. Okay. Oh, boy. This isn't going to be fun. (laughs) Gronk. Hello. Hello. What talents do you have? Very many. (laughs) (laughs) Such as? Charm person. And so you cast Charm Person? Not on... quite yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I am persuasive. <laughs> I somehow doubt that. But <laughs> I've been wrong before. <sighs> okay. How many family members does she have? She there are there's her and there are two dwarven women with her. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh God. I'm trying to think of the best way to do this, honestly, because I really don't know. So Gronk were... destruct? No, no, no Gronk, no destruction yet. Just hang on oh. tight. Okay. Mima has to plan for a second. Um, <laughs> okay. So are they in a canopy or is it out in the open? Uh, well, it's inside this stadium building, um, sort of, but it's it's sort of exposed. Have you ever been to a hockey game or seen like a hockey rink? How they have each team has its own box mm-hmm. that's sort of like private, but it's also open. They have like in hockey they'd have the plexiglass, but there's no glass. It's just sort of like little um, areas that are like half walls that they can they have to set up for themselves. Okay. Gronk uh, distract. No. Uh, not yet, Gronk. <laughs> Um, I'm afraid if we do this wrong, we'll draw attention to ourselves and we'll be in a bit of a pickle. The purpose of distraction is to draw attention to oneself so another person can do the stealing. You don't need to lecture me on how to steal, young one. (laughs) (laughs) And then suddenly there's three executions happening tomorrow. (laughs) Besides, maybe if things go right, um, well... Maybe we won't have to steal. 
Uh, okay, hold on. Let me let me read your Trump person thing. <laughs> I could just start walking in a circle and start speaking a language nobody knows. See what happens there. Can you cast the spell on more than one person? Mm, no, I do not think so. Yeah, if you cast it at second level, you do oh. have second level slots, right? Yes. You can cast it on two people. Yes, two people. We'll just have to take care of the other one. I'm sure we can be persuasive enough. Um, okay. Oh, no. Ladies, kick us self for us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Purple uh, crab. <clears throat> purple crab. Fuck me. All right. <laughs> Um, wow! Wow! That is your little intro. Uh, Lauren bit, feels terrible. Lauren fe- feels bad, but Nima doesn't. She's just more kind of oh, like it is what it is. So <laughs> um, okay. So Gronk, as yes. we get closer, I want you to just stand behind me, but cast Charm Person on. Yes. The two adults, okay? Okay. 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 Let's do okay. this. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and Mima straightens up and uh, just adjusts herself, make herself look very grandma Lee. And um, <laughs> she uh, starts striding towards the winners, towards the girl with the purple crab. And is Gronk following? <laughs> yes. Okay. So the two of you walk up. Um, they're sort of just having a, a basic, like, this is what we have to do to bring everything home. You carry this. Like, where's my shirt kind of conversation? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you walk up to them. And do you start by casting the spell or do you talk to them for a little bit beforehand? Um... I think Mima just wanted Gronk to do it before we got, like, as soon as we got there. Yeah. Charm person. Whoosh. Okay. So. (laughs) But, like, I'm going to start talking to them as she's Mm -hmm. doing it, so that way maybe I can distract them so they don't notice that she's casting a spell. Yeah, sure. So, Gronk, you can roll a sleight of hand to try and cast it without being noticed. Ten. Ten. Uh, Ten (laughs) isn't super great. What I'm actually going to do is... It's also not super bad. One would say it's, no, it's about average. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> would one say that? Mm. Well, I mean, you didn't roll a 10. You rolled a 6. But <laughs> uh, So I'm going to have um, Magni. Uh, another match. I feel like Gronk and Magni should be best friends. <laughs> um <laughs> too bad i am uh, so oh wait no not magni we're doing it on the two grown women yeah yeah i'm, I'm okay. what i'm basically doing is i'm giving magni a chance oh, to notice since she's I not going to be charmed i see um so she notices that you're being weird but i do think that she doesn't quite get what you're doing so um let me roll what do i need wisdom saves for the, <laughs> the parents oh this is gonna be so bad it's fine. <laughs> we're fine. Oh no. Uh, oh, we're not fine. <laughs> okay, so one of the women is charmed. The other one 
I believe, knows that you tried to cast a spell on her. <laughs> Gronk oh, is going to fall to the ground and go, my wand! I dropped my wand. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> oh, great. What, what, Gronk, what are you doing? I think I miscast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what okay, are you casting? <laughs> I don't know. What am I rolling? <laughs> a deception. Are we both doing deception? <laughs> Uh, uh yeah uh no we're gonna give gronk advantage on it uh, which doesn't, doesn't really help. matter <laughs> but uh, so you got a nine um <laughs> i'm trying to figure out what this person would do <laughs> i think that wait 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 would my 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 tides of chaos oh yeah you can uh we'll say that you can roll again because of your tides of chaos yes okay but uh but when when you want to regain that, if you want to regain it immediately, you have a wild magic surge that happens. Wait, what? Ah. So you get to you can do that as many times as you want to, mm-hmm. basically, uh, as long as you are willing to have your magic surge out of control and roll on your wild magic table. Yes. Oh, 11. <laughs> 13. Okay, so 11, 11 is a little bit better um i think that basically they still don't believe you but they're a little bit more willing to talk about why (laughs) you cast a spell on them um and so they don't well now one of them is charmed one of them is one of them is on my side the other one doesn't know that uh so they (laughs) they don't immediately call for the guard but they sort of step in front of their daughter oh. and say, what are you doing here? Why are you walking in here casting oh. spells? Grunk, what are you doing? Why would you cast such spells on these kind of people we were just going to talk to? <laughs> I'm just going to do like a deception. Like, I'm just playing it off as I didn't know she was going to do that kind of thing. <laughs> I Yeah, I get it. Make friend. <laughs> That's why she had advantage. Yeah. Make friend. Grunk has trouble. Make friend. Make friend so- this way? No, not by casting magic on them. My oh. Dearie. oh, so why don't why don't why don't you go wait out out outside so we can talk? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> yes, <I'm> ma'am. So, <laughs> oh, my dear, I'm so terribly sorry about that. She's she's new to the area and to the culture. She doesn't understand. I hope you can forgive her. She's just a simple little girl, confused, alone in this world. Deception. Uh, yeah, you can okay. you roll a deception against that insight that I just rolled. Oh, oh, oh nice. Okay. Meemaw built for deception. <laughs> yeah, so a 24. Um, taking into account that goblins are kind of unusual, their culture is very different, um, and the fact that you didn't do anything else afterwards other than apologize, I think that they'll forgive you. They're still going to be protected. No, absolutely. Of Magni, but they're, <laughs> uh, you're sort of just at a, a, a indifferent rather than hostile. That's fine. And I'll take, <laughs> I will rather take indifferent than hostile any day. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my, my apologies. Um, what I wanted to discuss with you, if I can have just a moment of your time, is that purple crab did such a beautiful job. And you see, this child, my, my goblin friend, she 
She yearns for a purple crab just like that one, and I don't know where else I can get one. Could I perhaps purchase this crab from you? Um, roll a persuasion at disadvantage. That's fine. 17. 17. <laughs> um, they say, well, uh, the, the parents, uh-huh. one of them, one, one of them says, well, I, I understand what you're asking and she is certainly an exceptional crab um we might be willing to consider it and magni jumps in like what no we can't sell perry she's my friend you don't sell your friend no i i love her and she like gets very protective (laughs) oh (laughs) oh no and she turns around uh, and, and and um you you like starts packing up the crab's like crate that it lives in more hurriedly and is is going to try and uh, like make sure that her parents don't let this happen. Seventy five gold for the crab. Um, you hear Magni like audibly scoff, and the the parents go like, "Well, I mean, how much do they before for the, the race? race? Before the race, the crab was was not worth that, but it just earned us." considerably more money than that how um they didn't tell me how much she... they didn't tell you how much they sort of you you ask how much they sort of look to each other um, and they say and they they have like a, a quiet conversation mm-hmm. um in in dwarven mm-hmm. um and one of them goes over to talk to Magni, and the other one says quietly to you, "Like we could probably, we probably let go of it for about three hundred fifty. Ah, oh! three hundred fifty oh! for a crab. Oh my! But earlier today it was worthless. What if this was just a fluke? I could do a hundred persuasion. Probably a disadvantage. Um, <laughs> I don't think that no, I don't think that you have another opportunity to persuade them because okay. of her, you're on a, an, an off footing, and they know that their daughter's going to be pissed. So it has to be worth their while. Okay. I don't think they're going to go down, especially not to a hundred. Okay. <laughs> Do I choose when my mo- wild magic surges? Basically, yeah. When you want your advantage roll back, your magic can surge. Am I within sightline? Can I be with them? You don't line? have to be. They've been talking for five minutes or so, I'm, so you can be. I would like to be within sightline. Oh no! Okay. <laughs> and my wild magic is going to surge. Let's see oh, here. Shit. Just as a distraction, forty-two. Let's see here. I turn into a potted plant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> So what happens basically is um, you guys are having this conversation and off to the side, you see Magni talking to her mom quietly um, in Dwarven about how like this money could really help them and stuff like that. And you're having this conversation and then you just hear like a clank behind (laughs) you and you all turn around and you see a potted plant standing with a wig on it with a wig on (laughs) it. With a wig on it. Doubles. Uh, that's new. And you definitely recognize that it's Gronk's wig. <laughs> I don't no. think you would understand what's going on exactly. God help us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think. How long will you be attending the festival? 
Is it just one day um, or? It's just it's just a one day festival. One day so festival. they say, well, we're we're getting ready to head home, but we're going to come back for the concert tonight. Um, we could if 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 you can bring us the the money, we can we can meet up there. Okay, that is fair. Thank you so much for your time, and I hope I, this does not cause any distaste with your daughter. I understand. Uh, As you, you say the word distaste, Grump pops back into her normal form, <laughs> and her wig is slightly askew on her head. <laughs> Speaking of distaste, I must take my leave. Thank you. <laughs> and You're she welcome, hob- they say, and they sort of go into another, like, sort of hurried dwarven conversation as you leave. And she hobbles over to Grump, <laughs> and she has, like, the most annoyed and ticked off look on her face <laughs> hello um, I photosynthesized maybe <laughs> may we have a conversation outside please yes <laughs> and she leads her outside <clears throat> what the fuck are you doing <laughs> <laughs> I I did not know I would turn into a plant. <laughs> I thought something better that would help our situation would happen. But so... I do not have any control over that. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Meemaw's gonna have to come up with a plan B. I know Fog Cloud. No. <laughs> actually. <laughs> actually. <laughs> I want my stickers, <laughs> you bitches. <laughs> I want my stamps before you get us kicked out. <laughs> yeah, it has been probably about 15 or 20 minutes that you guys have been here while you're supposed to be at the bazaar. So if you want to keep this a secret, you might want to start heading that way. We, we should yeah. probably head back now. Come, child. Meemaw? Well, well, yes. I am getting that purple crap. Oh, I'm aware, child. I'm aware. <laughs> We just got a plan. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Roll Like a Girl. To get in touch with us, the best place is on Twitter at Roll Like a Girl or by joining our Discord server. If you enjoy our show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Or if you want to support us but can't swing a monthly payment, which is understandable, we have a merch store. Links for everything I just mentioned are in the show notes. We hope to see you again next week for more shenanigans. <laughs>